Welcome to another edition of the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance podcast series. To learn more about the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance, visit us at dbsalliance.org. Hello, DBSA community. My name is Hannah Zeller, and I'm the Programs Manager here at the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. I am so pleased to be able to speak today with Dr. Legenia Bailey, about the new realities we are facing in regards to coronavirus. Dr. Bailey is the founder of East-West Integrative Healing. Her sole mission is to facilitate holistic wellness for her clients through the use of Eastern and Western sciences. These sciences include sound, mindfulness, and traditional as well as complementary healing modalities. Dr. Bailey is a board-certified neuropharmacologist a yogi, musician, and singer. She uses her knowledge to help guide people to wellness. Dr. Belly, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much for your ask for me to be on with you today and also to DBSA for making wellness available to everyone. I'm going to start right in with our first question. Um, For people living with a mood disorder, now might be a time where we're feeling extra anxiety around the news of coronavirus. What would you recommend to people about calming these anxieties? Well, for me, I think there's three really important things that people should keep in mind and in heart. One is to check the facts. It's so important. There's so much misinformation out there. Um, The second thing would be to stay in the present moment. And the third would be to stay off surfing social media. With regard to checking the facts, there's a couple places I would recommend. One is the World Health Organization. Um, They have a great section about advice for folks and also the latest information with regard to what to do and how to protect yourself and your family. And the second would be the Center for Disease Control. Both of these uh, sites are updated regularly as information is found out and, and comes in. Staying in the present moment is critical. I know for me, I try to live what I call horizontally, which means that I don't spend time in the future worrying about things and I don't worry about the past so much. Kind of the future thing gives anxiety and the past thing gives depression. Um, So staying in the present moment is really, really critical. And the third thing is about surfing social media, as I mentioned. I don't know about you all, but when I spend a lot of time on social media, I find myself holding my breath and my anxiety actually increases. It's not a calming thing. So really pay attention and limit social media surfing and repetitive spending time hours and hours on it. That is great, great advice. Um, Things are changing pretty quickly for people, and uh, there's a lot of closures happening. Some folks are um, being required to work from home. What can people do in their daily routine to bring a sense of calm? That's a really great question as well. And I've worked at home for many, many years. And my experience is the most important thing is, is having a schedule. And a schedule relates to everything that you do. Um, That means going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, or something we call sleep hygiene. 
um, having regular practices throughout your day, making sure that you are physically active, you, you know, working out, doing some things in your house that address the physical body. Um, for me, meditation is a big part of what I do. I get up in the morning, go into my meditation practice. Um, there's so many different kinds. My recommendations are the three types that I've seen the most research about. One is mindfulness-based stress reduction. Um, the Oasis Institute is a great place to learn about that out of Harvard. Um, the second one is something called iRest or Integrative Restoration Institute. This is um, a type of meditation that's used a lot in veterans facilities. Um, it's their guided meditations, which are really great to be able to just push play um, to do meditation. So looking at the uh, Integrative Restoration Institute. Um, and the third is a practice by pranic healing that basically are guided meditations to address self-healing and also um, psychological health. So any of those three or combination are things that I recommend for people. It's really, really important to eat well and also stay hydrated. That's some of the recommendations you'll see on the CDC. You know, keeping our body fit nutritionally and also um, viruses can't lock hold if you're well hydrated. Um, they stick more to, you know, dry mucous membranes and whatnot. My personal fun thing that I do is I have a sticker wall. And um, what I've done is I take post-it notes and write on the wall all the things that I like to do that make sure that I stay in the present moment. So I have probably 20 stickers on the wall, um, include my yoga practice, praying or sending blessings to those who are affected, uh, meditation, uh, dancing, playing music, uh, singing and chanting, uh, being grateful, doing a 10-thing list um, and a 10-person list for everybody I'm grateful for. Uh, writing three pages to, you know, just write, get it out, call a friend, arrange a friend's Zoom call, um, read a good book, learn a song, um, clean out my closet. Those are all things that are on my wall that I can just go to and grab anytime I need to make sure I'm in the present moment. I really love that recommendation. Um, and I love what you, you said there. Um, you mentioned connectedness. Social distancing is something we're hearing about a lot more. It's a new reality for a lot of us. And because social connectedness is somewhat a part of our wellness, how should we navigate that at this time when we are required to distance? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's really important to know that social distance doesn't mean isolation. Um, there's so many ways that we can connect. I know, for instance, we've moved our classes to Zoom calls, and that has worked very, very well. So we have interaction with folks on the call um, as part of the Zoom experience. You can actually FaceTime people. You can arrange group Skype calls. Um, I've been basically... Um, arranging calls between friends on my Zoom account so we can all sit and um, 
you know, have lunch together or we can sit and talk about how things are going. You can have a connection buddy or several of them, meaning people that you regularly touch base with, that you agree that, you know, hey, 8 a.m., we're going to have coffee talk or something like that. Um, you can make a list of phone numbers and people that you care about that you just go down the list and give them a call. Even if you don't talk to them, you're reaching out and saying, hey, how, you're, how are you doing? Um, there's so many different ways that we can connect and have support groups really important. I sing with a community chorus here in Chicago, and um, one of, we actually had our rehearsal on um, a call last night. We had a few people that would sing the parts and all of us would be on mute and we'd sing along and practice at home uh, with our choral parts. So there's isolation doesn't have to equate with social distancing in any way. That is, that is great advice. And I know a lot of our, our GBSA chapters and community are going to be connecting uh, through technology more. So that is wonderful advice. Well. We thank you so much, Dr. Bailey, for your time today. Um, it's been really great to to hear to hear your recommendations. Thank you so much, Hannah, and thank you to DBSA. I really appreciate all that you do and all the help that you give to folks living with lived experience of depression and bipolar disease. It's a great organization, and I'm I'm so happy to be part of it. Thank you. Well, we're so happy to have you. Thank you so much.